Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. And hello, Central City. Welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 119. It's been a while. Uh, we are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by BatmanOnFilm.com. Check out all the other great shows on our network by heading on over to BLF, clicking the podcast drop down, and uh, listening to uh, some great shows from some great hosts. Uh, and it's it's going to be a pretty busy weekend, I think, because I think everyone is going to see a particular movie, and we're going to try to uh, beat the races here and get to it first. We're recording here on uh, June 15th, 2023, but uh, I'd like to remind you all that we have two contests going on simultaneously right now. We've got the uh, email, your, basically your audition tape to uh, the uh, podcast email. Eric will give that out later because I don't actually remember what it is, even though I created it. <laughs> and we have our monthly contest that we tell you about every show open. Uh, rate, review the show on Apple or iTunes, and uh, if we read your review on there, you want to straight to Gotham Prize Pack. If you've already won for a previous month, I apologize. I haven't looked in three, four months, so I'm going to go check it out, and I'll mail you your prizes if you won one. Uh, I am you, your, uh, I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm your senior contributor from BatmanOnFilm.com, the other side of the Hudson River, Peter Rivera. But let me introduce you to the 1986 Montauk Low and Slow Rib Champion, Eric Olsman. Hello, Peter. <clears throat> Eric, you know, yeah, it's been a while, man. Ribs in the flash, I don't think go hand in hand, man. So your low and slow techniques. Uh, I think your mind might have been blown by this movie. I don't know. You're gonna have to tell me, but I got an idea. They might. Well, they might, since it's how much he has to eat. So it's very possible. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Between waiting for the food All to right. be cooked and the amount of ribs that he has to eat, we're looking at <laughs> like at least seven to nine steers. <laughs> yeah, right? wow. And if we're doing, and probably pigs too, you know, you're probably going to have some beef ribs or some pork ribs, you know, <laughs> the spare ribs, the baby back ribs, all the ribs that uh, Garrett's children ate this weekend, but Garrett didn't eat because of his vegan diet and his. It was vegan. He had vegan ribs. He did. He had vegan ribs. That's uh, celery sticks dipped in barbecue sauce. <laughs> That's what yes. Ribs are. So. So it's rare that we do this. It's rare that we do a show just based off of one thing. I think but the last time we did that was the Snyder Cut announcement. I think it was. Yeah. And But because you saw The Flash earlier today, and I just saw it four hours ago now, um, I was Would on my way home and you messaged me. The biggest DC and, movie yeah, in a well, while? Like overall, well, for, this is a big event. Like this is, you know, we didn't just do this for nothing. This is a pretty big deal here, no. you know. Especially, yeah, like I mean, especially fresh out of the theater. Yeah, and especially everything that's in this film because there's a lot in this movie. Uh, it was billed as a big event. We do, we know, we have people coming back. There's people making appearances, and and there's spoilers. Uh, well, like this is not this is not a spoiler free zone, guys. Yeah, we're going to yeah, spoil you, you on this. You can't not just talk about the craziness that we saw. <laughs> yeah, it. it's hard. It's hard. It's very hard to uh, to not go into the the minutia. There's a big word of what goes on in this film. So 
yeah, it'd be really hard to avoid certain things because you'd you'd be like at the tip of your tongue, you'd want to say it, and then you'd be like, "Damn, I can't, I can't mm. handle that right now. It's too excited, too much excitement for what we yeah. just saw." No, so you got you got to unload. You got to unload. I agree. So, Pete, we you had stayed radio silent. I kind of did too. I I had blocked a lot of the flash references that were on uh, on social media, except for my own when I put stuff out there. But that's besides the point. Yankees um, Twitter is a powerful tool that was able to drown out a lot <laughs> to- of the bullshit. So I was on Twitter. I was just on like the other side of Twitter. You know, right? I just I hung out at a different bar for two weeks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I was able to stay pretty dark. Uh, I st- after a certain amount of time, I stopped watching t- TV spots. I just bring me the movie. Um, so nothing was spoiled. I went in, you know, just knowing what I know about Flashpoint, knowing what I know about these movies and what this is supposed to be and all that sausage that was, uh, that was made for the last 10 years. Right. And I got to say, yeah. Um, this movie, it took all that plus some, and it really exceeded my expectations. Um, I can't believe, you know, that a Flash movie is here. We I know. long thought it was cursed. Now the Flash movie also co- basically co-stars Michael Keaton's Batman. And, you know, Keaton's Batman is a, a true highlight of the movie. He picked it. it whether he's the Batman of Batman Returns or if this is a Batman, I think this is a two, totally new, essentially a new character, which is somewhere in between. This is this is Keaton's, this is Burton's right. Batman in the Snyderverse, right? Like this is a little weird. It's not even really Snyderverse. Yeah. It's like Burton's Batman in Man of Steel. You know, it's not really fully you know the Snyderverse that we know yet. Correct. It crosses a lot of ways. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, but it, it he could. I, I enjoyed watching him kick ass and flip-flops and sweats. I enjoyed the beard look. His pasta analogy worked for me. I thought it was one of the simplest ways time travel was explained in a movie yes. such as this. And I appreciated that. Um, I Every goddamn 89 reference that was there was beautiful. How much do you weigh? Uh, hold on. Like, it just, it's, I, it, it, they, let's get nuts. Like, it was nothing was wasted nothing felt cheesy or corny um i love flashpoint i thought it was a wonderful interpretation a loose in a loosely inspired story if there ever yes. was one you know mixing in what they have that they can work with in live action and twisting that into a flashpoint story was brilliant um Shakai wasn't in the movie a whole lot <laughs> she <laughs> she she wasn't really there but she was nice she uh it, it's interesting because she just she just dies her her entire history is is basically kind of like just to die in the battlefield of the battle of earth you know and as is yep. keaton's like it, it's weird you know like when keaton goes and he gives you that nod at the end where like ezra's like we can't save you can we like we can't bring you back and he's like you did like i was like that's it that's all i needed like i i you know it to get keaton back on a movie on this level at this age where I appreciate Batman really a lot, like, you know, Batman's like a big part of my life. Like you get just one more Keaton. You know, it, it'd be like to get one more appearance of Bale. That, that's really all the movie was. Really, the movie was missing like an appearance by Bale and Grant Gustin. And it was pretty much perfect. Like, let's be honest, in terms of like, it really hit with nostalgia really well. I'd say fairly comparable to what far from home did. 
like I don't think it was ever overbearing or whatnot, you know, or took you out of the movie, you know, because as good as all the Keaton stuff is, the Affleck stuff is just as good. Like that's the yep. best cold open since Batman Forever in any sort of comic book movie. I'm sorry, it just is. Like that is an incredible, incredible opening sequence. Sets the tone. Like here we go. We thought if you think that Black Adam was like pedal to the metal, and a lot of us said that. Like it's nonstop. Once it goes, it goes. The Flash is like that, but then it gut punches you to where you have to like cry for 20 minutes, and then he just goes back to running really fast. And you're like, my mind's kind of blown. But like you say something, I've said a lot. <laughs> well, a couple of things. I did a little my normal car review on the Facebook group, so I did. I this did is what inspired this. I was like, "Ooh, Holzman's ready yeah. to go." So there's a couple of things I wanted to say, and one of the things I said there is I want to thank Andy Muschietti for giving us a proper Justice League film. Uh, at least the first, I want to say, 45 minutes of the movie, uh, you kind of get a lot of Justice League stuff in that in that little portion yeah. of the film. Yeah. Um, and it was. It was awesome to see. I thought it was really good. I'm not going to go into everyone you see there, but there are people that pop up that you see. Oh, it's spoiler uh, review. Go for it. I'll keep that for other people. They could they could go watch it and see it. So definitely, I want to give thank him for that because um, I really really thought that was cool and it was. We got a really good. We got good Batman stuff in that. Like I thought that was the best Batman stuff we got as part of a team in any of the movies. <laughs> so any of the justice league movies so i was really really thankful for that it was cool to, i know we had seen it in pictures but to see the blue and the gray on the screen i liked i, I still think the suit cool. looks bad yeah it's not the best suit design but the color scheme i was it was cool to see that it's been a long time since we've seen any blue and gray especially i don't know if we ever have since the 66 movie <laughs> like closest action, you got so. was batman and robin he was blue there yeah, a little it's bit. tinted right. blue. So, yeah. Yep. So it was the first time. So we got a little bit of that. I thought that was cool. Uh, but man, I really, really have to give props to Ezra Miller. Uh, we heard a lot about how good he was in this movie. And I don't think it was hyperbolic at all. Uh, this is the first time it's really he had impressive. to carry. Yes. The first himself. time he ever had to carry a film. <laughs> yes. He had to carry himself. Right. It's that, I don't yep. know how hard that is to do. Especially since he's not, this is not something he's done in the past. Like this was the first time. This is his movie, guys. Don't get, don't get it twisted at all. Yes, Keaton's a big part of it, but this is his film. This is a Flash movie, through and through. Through and through, yeah. So, 100%. so, and he carries the weight. He plays two, three really roles in this, um, and it's just so well done. He hits every mark. I will say this though: if you didn't, if you don't like his voice or if you don't like his kind of way and his demeanor, and I'm sorry, I'm using him, but that's just my thing. Um, then you're not going to like it. If you didn't like what you saw in justice league, you're probably not going to like, I thought it was version. toned down than it was in justice league. So I'm just, I know I've already seen people talk, say, talk some stuff about that specific. So, and it's, it's people that I honestly, I'm not surprised they're saying that. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But if you enjoyed the performance there and you really like to see a guy, he's a talented guy. Like you do get to finally see the talent in this. And when he play, he plays the serious version of himself, the younger, crazy, zany version of himself and seamlessly like it's a seamless transition. Mm -hmm. He plays both very well. 
I really, really enjoyed his performance. And I mean, everything you said about Keaton, I, I felt I can concur with and, and agree with. It was awesome to see him again. Uh, I loved the opening scene when they first meet him. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, like you said, with the pasta, how like it was cool you watching him walk through that house. You know? Yeah, you think he's crazy and like this wild, crazy old man who's losing it, but mm-hmm. then he does the most Batman thing in the world and explain <laughs> the timeline, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> no, it was it, awesome. As like when they first go, when like when Barry, when older Barry figures everything out, right? You know, he knows where to go. And they're walking through Wayne Manor and they walk through the hall of the wicker people and they walk through the kitchen and it's like, you know, like you've watched those movies so many times, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know where those places are. And like I said, like when he pops out in the kitchen, he's just kicking ass. Yeah. Fucking... I was like, okay. Long this is hair. The, I was like, this is the most movement of Keaton Batman's had ever. Like he's really good yeah. here. You know, like obviously it's not Keaton, but, um, Right. They're stubborn, but but no, it, I appreciate the action in this movie. I thought Muccietti did a great job directing action. Um, yep. There's a lot of interesting stuff that he does with, you know, you get a cool entrance from Batman and the Flying Fox and that whole scene, Barry and the babies, the building, you know, the janitor of the Justice League. That stuff was really good. Um, you know, the, everything with the Batwing and how that thing spun around like crazy. That was really interesting. I, I dug that. Um, seeing Keaton fight Kryptonians was very, you know, like you knew he had no yeah. shot there. And, yeah. um, you know, he tried, he tried <laughs> and he did his best. He went out fighting like a champ. Like, it's, it's, he did. like, you know, he went out and it just, you know, they tried to do it. That's probably like one of the gripes I have with the movie. It's like the first time they kill off Keaton's Batman, he just goes right into the mothership, right? It's like in a shield. Then mm-hmm. Barry, second time to go back time, warns him. He's like, okay, I'm just going to go fight this giant alien. And it's just like, yeah, no matter what happens, they were going to make, he was going to make a bad decision here. Like that's, this, that's kind of right. the, the message of the movie, like the inevitable moment, like there's nothing we can do. And that's how, you know, dark flash is kind of created is right. in that moment. And then you see that and you're like, oh, wow. And I enjoyed those going back in time scenes, not just the one at the big at the end, but the first one he saw. The second time, like he did it a few times, like when after his, you know, he's on the phone with his father and he runs back in time the first time. I thought that's really where the movie was going to kick off. It wasn't. It was a nice little tease. You know, I kind of appreciated the build up to the big moment of, okay, here's the key in influx timeline. So, yeah, it was all that stuff, how they handled it, uh, how he handled it was done really well done. Uh, All the going back. Um, all the sequences where he does go back. Um, I was trying to think when I was watching it, if they change any, the running style is still the same, which bothers me, but that's whatever. That's fine. I think um, it looks better. I think it was funny when he, he lost his powers and he's running. Yeah. Of himself. He's running around. I thought yeah, that yeah. was good. I I thought it was, a, I think everything with Ezra was better each time I see him as the flash. Yes. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. This was again, heavy lifting he had in this film and he was he did it like that was the biggest takeaway i have from the movie because i was worried i was kind of worried that they it was going to be way too reliant on keaton's batman and of course i love the character so it would have been great to that would have been fine i probably would have still liked the film but it's a flash movie i wanted it to be a flash movie and it definitely is it's 100 percent a flash film how uh, uh, the movie's too what 220 i think so yeah how, how much do you think 
of Keaton actually being Batman is in the movie. Like, I, would you say it's forty minutes? In as the character, not like not yeah. Bruce Wayne too. Well, just like how oh. long? Yeah, like how long is how long is well, I mean, yeah, in the movie he's, for? He's in it at least an hour. He's he's in it from the middle portion of the film. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much where he's in the movie. Uh, so yeah, pro- I would say probably about an hour. Okay, I would probably say that. So there's maybe still like a little a, less. Know, there's there's but, still like a whole hour and a half of him not being in this movie. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole first forty minutes. I mean, you know, like I said, it's more of a Justice First, League thing. A, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of Justice League. The, the only negative I have with basically coming from the DC is I think the Barry and Iris scenes were bad. Like the first scene. I agree. It, the first scene, she's clearly, she recognizes him. She's going to use him for information. And then she all of a sudden just, I just didn't like how they characterized Iris. And especially coming off of nine seasons of Gustin and Patton, you know, that love fest, it's, I felt absolutely no chemistry between Ezra and, and yeah. uh, Miss Clemens. So I, I was kind of bummed out by that. I didn't appreciate that. Like she didn't need to be in the movie at all, to be brutally honest. I, I was agree. like, I was like, I was like, you just character who gets cut from movies. I mean, though she did it. I was just funny. I was like, I just feel like this version of Iris is just, there's nothing to her. I, that was there's, yeah. There's nothing there. That was one of the things I was going to comment on as well. Uh, she's such she's a, such an important part of, of the actual character's life mm-hmm. and the story that I feel like Muschietti was like, we have to have her in the film. Like it wouldn't be a flash movie if she wasn't in it. But how they tried to do it, I agree with you. I didn't like it. She felt very shoehorned in. Her scenes were completely no contrived. Like that's yeah, no and they chemistry. had no chemistry. I never say that. Yeah, and she, I've never seen her in anything before, so this is my first time seeing her act at all. And uh, I think they could have gotten someone better. That's I believe just that was opinion. a Famuyiwa hire. I but, believe she's a holdover from a so, Famuyiwa. Well, I thought she was hired first for Justice League, wasn't she? And then they cut her scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I guess. I, think I, I, I don't know if Famuyiwa, but Famuyiwa was also wasn't he like getting ready for Flash? Maybe she is. Yeah, a, I mean, there's higher. been eight thousand directors attached. I'm, to this I'm sure. Movie, I'm sure so. Famuyiwa had some say in it because he was in a movie that she he directed. I think was she, okay. I believe she was in Dope, which was his big movie before he was supposed to do. Okay, Flash. she was in Dope. All right, so he well, might have that say, like sense. this is who I want as my Iris. Um, so that's why I always yeah. thought it was her. She was his. Uh, I, I just it just didn't land for me. I no, agree with you. That, that didn't stuff work. didn't land for me uh, at all. But didn't take me out of the film but it didn't land for me. Their first interaction is very strange. And I get that he's supposed to be awkward. That's about the one that put me, it wasn't even him though. It was her. Like, I was like, Ooh, how yeah. dare you? I was like, Ew, you just want to use him. You filthy reporter. I was like, you're, I was like that's an Iris. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's true. I so. wasn't a fan. I would, that, that's, that, that's probably like my biggest gripe within the movie. Cause I really love everything else that's in it. Like, yeah. Like I her, lo- their stuff is complete. Like you said, you could take it out of the movie and it doesn't change it one mm-hmm. bit. Not one bit. It's the same movie without her in it. <laughs> and so, there, the was it? The, I thought uh, the stuff between Barry and his father, Ezra, and uh, was a what's his name, Sean Livingston, whatever. Ron. 
Ron, Ron Livingston. Livingston. He, re- he replaced uh, he replaced Crudup. Billy Crudup. Crudup was yeah yeah originally cast in the Justice League movies and couldn't be in this. But I thought they I thought they were really good. I enjoyed the young Barry scenes with Mom. I thought that was great. I loved how that like tomato sauce was at the center of the Flash movie. Like that made me happy. <laughs> You know, the whole movie was like, oh, my God, this movie's all about tomato sauce. Yeah, and then at the end, the stuff at the end with him and his mom again, when he's obviously, she doesn't know, but she kind of does. She, they kind of give you the feeling like she There's knows who part he's in the talking book to. Where before Barry creates like the new 52 yeah. timeline, he's like sitting with his mother and he tells her. Right. He basically tells her everything and they don't have that actually in the animated movie and I miss it. Like I, miss, right. I think it's a really great scene, but they have it in the live action movie. Yes, and I was like, "Ooh, this is great." I, I, that's the, yeah. the lady who. If you if you can't relate to this movie, then you're like really a heartless bastard. Like, because it's <laughs> like it's like what everybody it's like everyone's everyone loves their mother, right? You have to be like some horrible horrible people not to love your mother. Like things have gone way wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> most I won't say everybody. Most people love their mother. Yeah, everybody. Things got crazy if you hate your mom. So like. But it's such a, it's such a, it's such a, it, it's like, yeah, of course I would do this. Of course I would go back in time and risk screwing up the entire universe. But you know, she, I thought the woman who played uh, Nora Allen was great. She felt like loving and like, it was like, I was like, yeah, like, of course, like I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought everyone was, I thought, the, yeah, the only, the only actor in the movie that I didn't enjoy being cast was, was Clemens. I thought she was just the weakest link. But her scenes mean nothing, so it doesn't matter. They re- yeah, like they definitely shoehorned their relationship in. And I think it's for the reason I stated mm. that Muschetti's like, we have to have her in the film. So they just threw, threw that so in. She's there. contractually um, obligated. <laughs> we need to yeah, give her at like, least six minutes. <laughs> you had to have something. And I I like you already talked about Sashkai a little bit, but I mean, I thought she was good for what her role was. I think she was, I mean, she's coming from a soap opera, right? This is her first big time movie coming off a soap set. So I've never heard of her. It was, uh, it was a nice debut. I'd like to see more from her going forward. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she'll be the Supergirl for the, the DC. I don't think so. Because I don't think she's meant to, you know, I mean, if we're talking about the movie says it itself, right? Like inevitable moments, things that have to happen. Like she's just meant to die. <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be honest like that timeline but, didn't get fixed it just it, it ended yeah and that's the that's just you know it's a very neat way to tie it up if you're not going to see somebody again mm. it's a very neat way to so i wonder when when the original plan was to have keaton continue on i wonder what if they changed how that was changed Remember, because originally he was supposed to be originally the, he was supposed to be like that Nick Fury type, yeah, like yeah. Like, again, like you know, I was speaking to someone earlier, and they were like, "Hey, multiverse, you don't know." Like, well, yeah, that's, that's the other thing. This isn't exactly the same Keaton from Returns in '89. This is a var- like you know, this is a variant because it's just he doesn't he's not in the same timeline as Man of Steel. Like you know, what I'm saying like it's it's two it's an it's it's those two it's the noodles where they connect. <laughs> you know, and he tilts the noodle. Like, that's yeah. it. We're in a new timeline. Like it's not, it's not that it's not the original timeline. So it's right. not crazy to think there's another one. Like we all George Clooney is now Batman in the DCEU, everybody. <laughs> Remember that big argument on Twitter months ago? <laughs> yeah. He's there. He is by who... the end of the movie. 
I'm sorry. I said it was spoiler alert, and I can't. Like, it's like taking me thirty. taking us thirty minutes to get there, but Clooney is. The Trust me, when I post at the end of the movie, when we post this. We're gonna say spoilers. We're gonna tell it's a spoiler. Yeah, you'll know it's spoilers, but it's it's interesting. There's still a lot of questions, which is fun. Yeah, like it, it's, and then the end credits with Aquaman. I, see, uh, I thought that was a dumb scene. Like I was like, I didn't need this. Like I get it. Like whatever. Right, and it, I'm just saying, like, that the, the connective tissue is still there. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see. Same. Right. But like all the Superman stuff, like here, like, like I, I would love to talk about that. Like when when Barry is like just breaking down well, time, and we're seeing it. Like I, I took I, I I did this intentionally. I actually took my mom to see the movie with me. Like I took a day off from work. I went to three p.m. showings. I wanted to avoid spoilers. And I figured there was going to be some sort of like old school cameo. And my mom knows enough about Batman through me to know that Keaton is a big deal as Batman. So like, I kind of was like, this kind of makes sense. Like I would like to see her reaction to Keaton coming back. And then I thought it would be something Christopher Reeves. It wasn't when they showed George Reeves on the screen. My mother goes, that's George Reeves. Like she like yelled at him. Like that was she got really excited for that moment. Like that pumped her up. She thought it was cool to see George Reeves in the movie. And I actually, for me, the moment was it was watching Superman that Superman Lives segment when we're watching him fight the giant spider. And I'm right. like, there's no way they show his face. And then he turns around and it's Nick Cage, and I'm like, I can't believe they did this. I know. It and then you bad. get Helen Slater flying up to Christopher yep. Reeves. Yep. I thought it was wonderful, you know, and they didn't lean too heavy on Batman 66, you know, it, no. it, a lot no, of it you worked, see him. man. You see Adam West, but yeah. you don't see. But it was yeah. just like the right amount. Uh, like it really worked. I was so impressed. And they were just like, and that's like, and then we're like, yeah, the worlds are colliding. This is it. Cause you know, they've gone back in time so much to try to, there's so much duct tape on this, like Hoover dam leak <laughs> that, yes. you know, and it's cool. Then, then you then see, you see, what? Did you see Spider Verse yet? Yeah, yeah. So Spider Verse okay. first, actually. Right. So yeah, I thought that's right. You did. You told me you saw it. So, I mean, I'm. I guess we're spoiling that too because I'm going to bring something up. When it was kind of similar to what they did in that movie, with mm. you know, when you saw all the other characters. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. Right. So it was cool. It was cool to see that. Like that was the last movie I saw before this one. So like there was back to back in my head that I <laughs> I got these same type same, of yeah. multiversal films. And well, I yeah, mean, that was we've cool. had so many multiverse movies in, in how long, in such a short period of time recently. Right. And I th- I think that's something that I was worried about too, because we've gotten the MCU has done really good um work with the with the multiverse and mm-hmm. now we were getting this film and this film was being was announced first and it wound up coming up last. So I was kind of worried. It comes out that, right after Spider-Verse, which is a huge hit. Right. So I was kind of worried that people would be like, oh, not again. But I feel like this movie handles it differently, how they do it. Uh, you know, it actually is the character who's responsible because the Flash is the one who goes mm-hmm. back in time. So it's a little different there. Uh, it's all intertwined. If you know the Flashpoint story, obviously it's intertwined in his life with his life and why he's doing these things. Uh, so that was a little bit of a difference. And the emotional level because of that is a little higher, I thought. But it was just, 
I was I was concerned about this movie because of the hype. And I don't think it exceeded the hype, but I think it meets it. I think it's a very, very top level comic book movie. Uh I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's the greatest of all time, like like James James Gunn said. I know why he said that and I understand it. But I really, really enjoyed it. It's definitely in the top tier for me. I'll put it up there. Uh, but for as far as DC films go, it's very high. For I'm DCEU, not, it's in my top five. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not including the Nolan movies. And no, this is it, it's outside it, of that. It's DCEU, it's top three. I have it behind Wonder Woman and Shazam. I think it's very good. Yeah, that's a fair. That's fair. I think that's a fair. You know? But yeah, but it had a lot to accomplish, and I think it did. I think it accomplished everything it had to accomplish. I was always nervous that it was biting off more than it could chew, but I thought it, I thought it handled itself pretty well, you know. Yeah, and every like every all the important characters had their moments to shine, from the cameos to surprise cameos of 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 characters, uh, uh, heroes past to modern day. I thought they were all utilized really well. Like I can't say like at one point like oh man they just shoved this one really in there. I, I don't think they did that again. I think everything really kind of serves a purpose. The, the only person, you know, <laughs> it's the, yeah. The only person missing is, is cyborg. <laughs> that's that's uh, it. Well, and, He's, and, and Cavill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. And I think that's kind of why they leaned into a lot of that Superman stuff. Right. You know, showing you the history, uh, uh, so to speak. Um, but Cavill was in the movie to, in some aspect. Like there, his uh, fight with uh, Flash at the memorial at the Superman memorial was again a, a big part of you know the timeline of events. You know that that we, right. we did and see Cavill they, there. And they explain then in the other timeline that he's fighting in the other Barry's timeline. They explain what happened to Superman in there. Or yeah, or what, did you th- what did you think of Michael Shannon back as Zod? Oh, I loved him as Zod in Man of Steel, so I mm-hmm. it was great. It was the same. Was he, I thought he, I kind of thought he picked up where he left off. It was really good. I thought, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the twists they did with Baby Cavill, uh, Kal El, not Cavill. Uh, I thought that <laughs> was very. Difference. I thought it was very interesting. I thought I thought it was cool. It, 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 they very much uh, outside of DC hating blonde people <laughs> with blonde hair, like it's like. <laughs> they were really traditional with Kara, like except for her hair and her suit. Like uh, that's yeah. it. Like Barry's supposed to be blonde. He's not. Kara's not blonde. They're not blonde. Right. But um, yeah. Like it was just she was very faithful. She's our pods were sent separately. I was sent to protect him. Blah blah blah. Zod intercepted yep. and and uh, maybe Kalel did not make it unfortunately. Um, but it was just it's it's interesting and I I actually liked her suit a lot more in the movie than I did the stills and then the trailers and everything. I liked it. Um. Yeah, uh, I thought Sean was great. He had some good action scenes. His fight with uh, Barry and uh, Sasha were good. His various fights with Sasha were good. I thought the action overall was great, though. The Russian rescue scene might be the action highlight of the movie. Uh, you know, Keaton's Batman's doing some very Keaton things, keeping yes. his distance, yes. vanishing around corners like he does. Um, and the Barrys made that entertaining. Uh, if, again, very faithful to what they did in Flashpoint, and uh, they—I thought mm-hmm. they did a good job of showing Sasha recharge, or Supergirl recharge. Yeah. I thought that was cool, um, and I also dug her reasoning for not wanting to help the humans in the beginning. I thought that was cool. Like some people want to say the Keaton and, and Supergirl stuff seemed rushed, but I just kind of felt like 
you know, things were at stake and things were happening. The movie was moving so f- it, I never thought the movie was moving too fast. It was moving fast, but I just felt like that was also part of the nature of the character. Like it just kind of fits. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't feel. Uh, I didn't feel anything was rushed with them. Uh, you know, I think they were just they went back to their core of who the characters are mm-hmm. and they realized very quickly like like you said when keaton's batman dies he's he said i have to you know bring you back and he goes you did right like he and then there's that scene after the first time they're fighting where he he finally cuts his hair and he's stitching himself up and he looks in the mirror and he's kind of like yeah I'm, I'm back i'm back like you kind of get that feeling yeah uh what he was looking so that i thought that scene was was good uh, there's just like I said, there's so much to unpack in this movie. Uh, there's a lot. I'm gonna have to see it again just to go through and make I'm gonna sure see it on Saturday. I, I'm going back again on Saturday. I filed everything away correctly, but yeah, I mean, if and if it's if the role or the job of it is to reset things, then I think that that you can say that they did. Uh, like, to be honest, I I know things are different. Uh, right, the whole movie's about things changing because the timeline changes. But like it, it's, is it, it? You could watch it, and you know it, it. It's it's not like it doesn't like I don't know. I feel like it's not overtly beating you over the head with like look things are different. It's just like everything really flows no. really well. Yeah, it's you organic. Know? Yeah, it's, everything feels good. It's organic, and, and I like the fact that they changed things up with George. As much as I would have liked to see Keaton, you know, stay at the end, I I think the switch to George is very interesting. It is. It is. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But yes. Yeah, I just, there, yeah, I, there's not much for me to complain about with this movie. I know I'm really, well, I'm riding really high off of it right now. I'm sure there'll be things I don't like, but like I can't, I would never find myself disliking this movie. I think they did a really good job. And the fact that it's like Keaton's swan, Keaton, Affleck, their swan song, like it's, it's their final farewell. It's, I enjoyed that. I I really did. I thought it was really just everything overall was just really well done. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So a couple things, a couple more things we'll we'll get into real quickly. Uh, congratulations to Andy Muschietti, who we also heard tonight got named as the director for the Batman Brave and the Bold. So as long as he doesn't design the bat suit, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that so apparently they like the studio and gun obviously we knew gun liked the movie so apparently but isn't it like isn't the big him. word on the street that this movie isn't going to make money it's not tracking well so how are they already hiring this guy if it's like i don't understand how hollywood works anymore if they're hiring someone if have we gotten not, early supposed to bomb like i'm just saying like no one's buying tickets are they just hoping is for there... good word of mouth is there do we have like critic scores yet or it's like a, uh, it's on tomatoes. Like There's a score on tomatoes. 70, I think. It's not high. It was like 67. No, I thought. it's not. I see 70. Oh, now it's a 67. Yeah. Audience is 88. Critics is 67. Yeah. All right. Well, not terrible. Um. So, not good I don't know. I mean, some- Spider-Verse has got a 96. And what's Transformers at? Oh, 53. So maybe, okay. So people probably won't go see Transformers and hear that's bad. So. <laughs> Which I still want to see. I, I, I believe I you. It. I want to go see it. I'm dying to see it. But, but I mean, so that's not, it's not terrible. 
So as long as I mean it doesn't have to make a ton of money if the critics liked it, then they'll sometimes that gets you the second your second film or whatever going forward. Um, I don't know. Is a C um, is sixty seven good and C minus? It's kind of a D. You, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how every, all everything evens out as time. I mean, goes it's got to be we'll as long as so. If it makes as much money as Shazam, we know it's dead, right? Like I'm just saying like, that's going to be what, <laughs> that's going to be how I'm going to judge this. Is if this makes as much, I'll look at Shazam and Black Adam and say, okay, if it makes as much money as those two movies, well, that's it. They're not going to get a sequel. So do we know? I mean, I guess we're going to have to wait and see the box office. Today's the first uh, official day. Like, well, you won't. We won't know till Monday, probably. Right. Like they'll have previews. Um, they'll talk about like a box office previews and they'll lump today's like viewings that. in with Friday because tomorrow's the actual date, right? It says DC, hoping not to be gone in the flash. DC pick eyes 155 million plus opening worldwide opening. So that's what the studio is looking for. 155 million worldwide. So I hope he gets it. I mean, I, you know, I'm going to try to see, we'll see. I'll see it. I already got tickets for Saturday, so I'm excited to see it again. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to go see it again. So I just have to pick a time and a date. But a couple of other couple of other things. Uh, I mentioned I shouted out Ezra Miller. We just shout out Christina Hodson, who now has three movies that I've seen from her that I've liked all of them very, very much. Uh, Bumblebee, Birds of Prey, and now this one. I think she she might have done something else that I like too. I'm not Back recalling right now. So well, possibly. I don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> but I actually think yeah, Bumblebee I mean, might be the one I like the most out of the three. Yeah, the I think movies. it's the best. I really like Bumblebee, I, man. Yep. But I've yeah, I very much oh she did Fast and Oh no, she's doing Fast and Furious eleven. Okay. Eleven. Um, didn't they just do seven? They just did ten. Oh god. I can't yeah. I'm still making them. But hey, they're fun films, man. Yeah, fun, there's nothing fun. Eric loves more than Captain Marvel than Fast and Furious. I do enjoy them. I don't know he if does. I love them, but I enjoy them. You love them. He loves them. Holds you more. So yeah, shout out to her, man, because again, three of these movies that she wrote that I have enjoyed. I yeah, immensely. Birds of Prey. I really like Birds of Prey. Yep. So good. Uh, that's a great call. She obviously we were seeing her get more, uh, more uh, scripts to write, more movies to write. So, you know, good thing there. Uh, the CGI, a little wonky at times for me. Really? Uh, there's a lot there going so, on. Yeah, nothing there's... really bothered me. No, no, it doesn't take me out of the movie. It's not like, oh my god, like that blatant. Mm-hmm. I can notice it, but it's not so blatant that you're like, crap, I can't watch this or I have to turn away. But it's a little wonky at times for me, but overall, no, it was good. I heard a lot of people complaining about it, and I'm like, well, like, was some I mean, nameless it, moron on Twitter. I guess it just depends on your eye. <laughs> I don't know. I got like, nothing. Some to people have, some people can't see 3D. Honestly, either. my only complaint is in this movie, Iris West is totally useless. So. <laughs> she really is though You're, I so, totally agree with you that's it that's, that's really my useless. only complaint this movie is she, yeah she has no is so much fun I'm glad I have all these action figures of Michael Keaton now I might buy that stupid McFarlane thing because I love this movie a lot like I, I might actually do it but uh, yeah no, that's the tweak they made to the Batwing I liked that was fun I liked that yeah that was yeah. cool that was technology like, oh, crap it corkscrews <laughs> yeah I was like wow I didn't know <laughs> It was awesome. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
But yeah, so those are the other two things I just wanted to quickly talk about were Christina Hodson and CGI. But yeah, overall, man, well done. Well done. Yeah, no, they pulled it off. You know, it's it's they this movie could be like dreadful and we could hate it, but it's really good. It may not get the love for some for whatever reason, it's not getting the love critically. But I, I really do think it's a fantastic movie. I, I enjoy it more than Far From Home. I just do. I have a stronger connection no. to Keaton's Batman than I do. Well, that makes. I sense. would say Toby or Andrew, but I, that I, makes I and I, it's a little bit, and I, I just, you know, I think the story is better in Far From Home, and I think it's executed. the thing about Far From Home that bothers me is that like the main Peter Parker, you know, he's he still doesn't have like his own green god. Like it, it, they took the, they had to take somebody else's main nemesis. And they kind of force fed it to this Peter Parker, you know, killing Aunt May and uh, kind of making that the Uncle Ben. Like, I have, I have major character, just character issues with uh, No Way Home that I think that this this movie doesn't have, you know, in my opinion. Okay. So That's I, fair. I, I mean, because they're, they're, they're the two big time traveling multiverse movies, right? Like, I mean, we were, I mean, people are going to compare them to, to, to begin with. So, like, I'm just going to get out ahead of the game here. <laughs> like it's just you're gonna compare DC to Marvel, well, no, you, like multiverse. You know you, like that, that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna bear some. You can compare it to Doctor Strange. I mean, you can compare it to all the multiverse films that they've done. They've yeah, yeah, but in terms of just like bringing a character back previously, like you know, bringing back Toby and Andrew okay. was a big deal. You know, like it, right? It, it, you know, bringing back a character. I guess like. You could do it in Doctor Strange, like Patrick Stewart comes back, but he's not like a main, you know, the the three Spider-Man are the big part of the, like the last like four right, minutes of, of the movie and right. Keaton is a big right. part, at least the, mid- the middle portion of this. Like Patrick Stewart doesn't do that. No, you're yeah. right. No, when it comes to... Now, um, we may see something wait. totally different come Deadpool 3 and we're staring at Hugh Jackman for two and a half hours, you know, like... That right. that movie will probably end up in that 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 like trifecta of like multiverse movies that have like you know gravitas like just it, you're emotionally invested because I mean Jackman was again 20 years he's Wolverine you know like yeah he's, he and to see he's still gonna be the you know he's lucky enough where no one else has had the role but he's that's a big those are big shoes to fill yeah I mean he's been away from it for a while it's supposed to be not exactly the same Wolverine that we saw before too so who knows as long as he can smoke uh, stogie it's gonna be it's gonna be that's gonna be interesting right to see how they execute that because if if Wolverine no, can mean, have this... a stogie then so can Ben Grimm <laughs> but no I mean this movie definitely I think No Way Home is a better made film I'll say that but this movie just, I mean, it, it hits all the beats that I wanted to see and it executes very well. It, it's a nice bow on the Snyder years, I think. Very nice tied up bow there. Um, and and those fans were like, I'm not going to see it. The Snyder fan, you really should because they do a really good job closing it down, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, they do an excellent job with that. So stop being babies and go and see it and suck it up and enjoy the film because it really is, that is the film that's ending all, well, I guess Aquaman. I don't know what that's going to be I, like. I, but, I, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But That's probably this why they movie, that post-credit scene. Like, oh, look, it's still the same Aquaman. <laughs> right, right. I think I think that was part of the reasoning. 
because of every all the changes that they made with the moving the movies around. So that mm-hmm. probably was something that they did. But yeah, again, guys, go see this seriously. If if you know you listen to us, yes, you can say here's Pete the deal. And I, You're gonna get a Batman movie similar to this style. Yeah, and this is this is gonna get, this gives you a real good idea what Muccietti can do with Batman, and yep, um, that's true. You, I can honestly say from an action standpoint, I think you have a lot to be like excited about. You know, even from a tactical yeah, I mean, standpoint this... with the Alfred stuff, because you know you have Bruce and that Alfred, like they're still active. Obviously, Michael Goff has passed, so therefore Keaton's Batman doesn't have an Alfred. But like it, it, it you know. There's a lot to get excited about, you know, aside from the costume design. <laughs> that bat suit. Yeah, no, I mean I thought I thought the the bat pod was that was cool. Like mm-hmm. the first time we actually saw that in this universe, and I thought that was fantastic. Uh yeah, I mean, I thought all of the gadgety stuff that they threw in for, for Affleck's Batman were was fine and good, yeah. but I agree with Even you. Keen's Batman, that whole seat, yeah. seat in Russia, he was throwing batarangs around like they were going out of style. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And then he the, it was cool how he was able to adjust the. I guess it was a bob or gray they put on the bottom of the the yeah. lift, just based on the weight. That's where the how much you weigh thing came in. And yeah, they they did a good job of make like you said the nods to the to eighty nine with the with the dialogue it was very very good. So yeah, like see, we keep finding things. The more we talk about it, guys, we keep we keep it's finding. Just, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. And, I'm glad. I, I know I'm riding the high of it right now, but like this is definitely a movie I'm gonna rewatch and rewatch and just enjoy. I mean, do I? There are issues I have with the film. I love Keaton. Like, what what are they? No, I mean there are, but not tonight. That's not for tonight. That's that's for another another day. Tonight it should be about the positive stuff, the good things in the movie. No, I mean, I'll just say one of them. I think. The editing sometimes was a little rough. Um, the pacing at times was a little rough, but those are just small things. Like it doesn't last too long. Uh, it's not something that drags on, and you're like, you know, is this scene going to end? I never had any of those feelings. Um, some of the humor for me was good, but sometimes I was like, all right, that was a little much. <laughs> Like, yeah, the bridge scene I thought probably was the most extent to that. Right? Like early on, yeah, that stuff was a little much. But again, not terrible. Doesn't take you out of the film. It doesn't, there's nothing there where you're kind of like bored or, all right, I roll. I didn't do any of that. Just this, this stuff, a little bit, of, a little bit. But mm. these are nitpicks. I'm nitpicking, again, overall, beginning to end. Had a great time. I thought it was a well-made film. Put together well. Hit all the beats that you wanna wanted this movie to hit. Yeah. Tied everything up in a nice little bow. That's that's my twenty second review. Yeah. No. I look. I was. I had tears in my eyes from the start of this movie to the end of it. It was. It's a real treat if you're a real hardcore DC fan. If you're a fan who got into this stuff recently, uh, you know, look, there's eras, you know, there's just ages, you know, you, you grow into it when you grow into it. And if you've been with the, the man of steel verse since 2013, then this was a really cool capper. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're an OG and you you remember the old days, then this is a great time because Keaton came back for one more run. So 
you know, and yep. you know, if you're just a DC fan, the flash got his first movie. So it, it's, it's really great. It's good. Yep. It's, it's flashpoint. It's uh it's flashpoint with a twist and it's, you know, you know, it's a nice loose adaptation. It's, it, it's great. Like I, I like that they're able to take something from print and get really inspired and even kind of take it a step further and create its own thing. You know, while it is flashpoint, it isn't. So, you know, it's, it, it's a nice little blend yeah. of both worlds there. Right. I agree. I think you summed it up nicely for every for every era. Yeah. A, oh, it's great. There yeah. there's something from every for everyone in this movie and that's that's kind of why I took my mom cuz I figured there'd be I I I had a feeling there was going to be some kind of Christopher Reeves thing in there. That's why I wanted to bring her. I thought she would notice it, but when it was George, it was really kind of I was shocked that I didn't know that was going to be the thing that would get her to yell at the theater, but it was funny. Yeah. There was none of no serial Batman though. None, none of the Batman from the serials was. <laughs> no, the old serials were in it. <laughs> no not really. Not, no, not, nothing was really mentioned in no. the Nolan films. No, that's true. Schumacher and I Nolan wonder if movies. That, I don't, oh, well, yeah. no, that's not true. Schumacher was very referenced. So yeah, just the Nolan movies. Uh, yeah, they didn't really get too much play, but you know. Yeah, even, I even wonder if that forward. was. I wonder if they approached, were approached, like approached about it, and they were kind of like, "Yeah, now we don't want to." I remember hearing rumors that, that Bale was asked about it. There was going to be right. some kind of Bale thing, and he right. turned it down. Um, so I don't know. You know, I can't complain with what I didn't get because what I did get was really cool. The fact that I got to see <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, that like, was that, the shocker of I all of them like, for me. Was I was that like, I got a little like teaser trailer? Superman lives right here. This is nuts. So yeah. I, yeah, but but you know what? That hit for me and hit for some of the people who know the story. But I knew for a fact in the theater there were people who were like, "What the hell is this?" They had no idea yeah. what they were watching. So, but yeah, that was definitely a nod to a deep cut. Who know man, the story. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that was a deep yeah. cut. It was. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I just I I, right. I hope Chris O'Donnell was ready for the sequel. <laughs> well, we do know he's been that shooting these like been... CSI CBS TV shows for years now. He has, he's, so he's still in the game. I think it's him. We and know LL that Pugio, there's right? yeah CSI Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. But we do know that apparently a, a second one is being written, and that was all reported. So. I don't know. I don't know what that means. But again, because of the character, they can do that. Whatever universe yeah. they put flesh in, you can do that. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I just we don't really know what happened. Like Dark Flash, like right, like he just. I don't know. Like, well, <laughs> I got to see it again. Yeah, I have to see it again. I got to see the ending. Like, I just, you know, those characters never really die. They just kind of somehow disintegrate to somewhere else, <laughs> right? They pop right. up somewhere else in the timeline. They got to find their way back to cause some havoc. So. We'll see. Um, uh, I appreciate that. It, I guess it wasn't like a reverse flash situation. Cause it's like, I guess, you know, coming off the TV show or, and you want to be a little bit different. Maybe you save reverse flash for something else. I don't know. Maybe you say, maybe you're thinking too far ahead at that point. I, I'm not sure. Otherwise you do tying it all into Ezra, you know, making it all Barry. I was expecting to see to see Grant Gustin, but we do see that is John Wesley's ship, right? That's who was Jake. I thought I to me when I thought I, I looked like it looked like um, Teddy Sears 
Like it was a Jay Garrick, okay. but I don't know who it was. Like I don't think at first I was like, is that like that? that it needs to be seen multiple times. Right. <laughs> I need to own it. Because when I first saw it, I'm like, is that him? Because I'm was, like, is that? It was a flash. It was a Jay Garrick yeah, flash. Yeah, We don't know who it was. Like I don't. It was. So. So yeah. There's See, that was another thing that just popped in my head. That yeah. was the other thing that just, there's we didn't talk about there. that, but that popped in my head, yeah. There's a lot that happens really fast. You, you know, you got to, you know, blink of an eye. Oh, it is the flash. Yeah. <laughs> so it happens in the flash. See? See? We almost got through the whole show without saying that. There you go. Hold all right, so that's all we have right now. That's all we have right now. That's all there is. But uh, <laughs> who knows? Maybe we'll do something else on this movie when other people, if other people want to be involved, maybe we can put something together and uh, do something else. We'll see. Yeah. You talk talk know. to Lauer. See what Lauer's doing. We'll see what's going on. If you can on. put down the long Halloween, maybe he'll uh, he'll go see this movie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. He could, right. he could do it. He could try. You're right. La- he could. La- Lauer could he try. Lauer could try. So. All right, Pete. So let's wrap this up. Give them your socials and all that fun stuff. Uh, you can follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Mastodon, uh, Vero, which everyone knows is Saxoner's exclusive platform, at Pete Illustrated. Uh, you can follow me in my Batman reviews on BatmanFilm.com. Uh, I, I, ju- I just recorded half of an episode of Times for Spider-Man with Nico. Uh, we're changing things up over there at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. So a little format change. So it's going to be fun. Incorporate a lot of new things there. Um, at Team Yellow Oval, we're really excited because, uh, you know, Keaton is, jeez, uh, he's back, baby. It was fun. Uh, and again, Batman on Film YouTube, BatmanOnFilm.com. And uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you, Pete. And yes, as you guys know, you can find me on Twitter at finally33, spell finale33, as Pete mentioned, at straight underscore O underscore G for the show account. Uh, Want to get at us about this movie? You can do it there. Want to get at me specifically about this movie? You can do it on my personal account. Check and, out our uh, Facebook group, uh, which, yes, we have to do some more posting. But yeah, check us out over there. Yeah, we're out of hiatus. Uh, but yes, we're we're now done. So we'll be, uh, we'll be we'll back, back on Monday. A more normal schedule will be back. Uh, but definitely check out all of our socials and stuff, guys. We love interacting with you, our fans. Uh, really, really love it. If you guys want uh, a Holzimon shirt. <laughs> They're on sale. Go check out. Go Yes, go check out T-Public. I have to buy myself a Holzimon pillow. Pete, Pete was that's great. And I love it. And I bought a shirt and I made, I got a mug. So I, <laughs> I have two things. Has, um, anyone ever, and, has anyone asked you about it yet? My family has. What do they say? They're like, what, what the it, hell is that? What does that say? I'm like, I'm a Pokemon now. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So, it's awesome. I, I love it. And you guys can check. We have other merch. And I think we still have stuff up to other stuff. Uh, we have Iceberg Lounge stuff. That's the only stuff we're allowed to sell, apparently. Yeah. So, go if you guys want any of that and for any of that fun stuff. Check that out on Public, And get yourself some merch. <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. Yes. Our contest that Pete mentioned before. Um, how long are we asking again for an uh, audition? It, it, it's not just you know, just tell us why they like the show and why that we think we should pick them. Like I don't know, just a few words. Like it doesn't have to be long. You know, just 
a few, you know, a few words. If you guys want to do a bit, if you guys want to do, yeah, if you want to throw like a bit in there, you can as well. Just try not to make it more than a minute and a half long. We don't want to be listening to to tons of yeah clips. Uh, hear, I'm gonna talk to you for a whole hour. Yeah. I don't need to hear you talk for more. <laughs> so just give us like a minute and a half clip, and of course, send them to our email. It's at straightogpodcast at gmail um, Send all the them there. If you have Google, don't worry if it's too long. Google Drive will make the conversion, and we'll get it anyway into Google Drive. So you can just send it over there. Uh, and start getting those in because getting it in. I kind of want to start. I said, <laughs> I kind of want to start listening to those and, and hearing what you, how you guys would be on there. I think it'd be fun to bring you on. I know one person's already asked about it, so uh, we will definitely have to listen to his when he sends his file through. Uh, All right. Yep, that's it. I think we're done. It's almost midnight here, so uh, we got the show in before the actual date will be released. <laughs> we did it. We should have this so yeah, up. guys, just final one final thought. If you know, if you listen to this, go see just the, go see the movie. That's it. Support this movie. It's it is a good time, good two and a half yeah. hours in the film in the movie theater. It doesn't feel that long. Uh, Goes by in a flash. Yeah, and when you can say that, you know the movie's good. So go that. No, yeah, definitely go out support. There's no reason why you shouldn't see it. To be really honest, if you like this genre, there's no reason not to see this movie. I agree. All right, so for Pete, I'm Eric. You're listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah!